Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Double Coverage Podcast. I'm Stacy Blackwood with Jake Thomas. How are you doing today, Jake? Doing good, buddy. How about you? Oh, we're doing good. Well, we just wanted to bring you a, a, an episode uh, kind of dedicated to recruiting since uh, the early signing day is tomorrow, and uh, we're looking forward to that. Um, Jake doesn't keep up with the recruiting quite as much as I do, so he's got some questions along with some questions from, uh, from Twitter that we're going to go over tonight, and uh, we look forward to hopefully giving you some new information if you don't have it or, you know, just – just some just some news or updates, and if you got something else uh, that you want us to talk about, like we'd say at the end of every podcast, just uh, let us know. Yeah, man, and uh, yeah, I don't follow recruiting as as much as you do. The only thing I do know is Saban is an awesome recruiter, and he and to me, he can he can sign just a bunch of three stars and make them into winners. So that's about as much as I get into recruiting. Uh, I know he. He's a great recruiter, and he gets some studs. But uh, I want to start out with uh, we had two uh, to tweet us and uh, ask a question. So, uh, Stephen, and uh, we're going to shout him out. He's at Stephen Roll Tides. Uh, he wants to know how good D.J. Williams and Glass is. Okay, so D.J. Williams is a running back out of Florida. Uh, I think most – he's a late bloomer. Uh, most people have him as a three-star right now. Uh I think he's probably one of the most underrated players in the country right now. Uh, and DeAndre Glass, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to get a good good feel of him. Obviously, I think he's a really good back, but he plays behind a really powerful offensive line. That, And if you watch his tape, he's got massive holes and massive lanes to run through. And he's obviously an explosive back, and he runs hard, and uh, he runs with purpose, so to speak. But it's kind of harder to tell, you know, what he would do with, uh, you know, if there was, you know, guys in the box already and, and guys in the backfield trying to make plays on him. But DJ Williams is one of my favorite players in the class, you know, overall. He's he's explosive. You know, most people, including myself, it rem- he reminds me a lot of Josh Jacobs, uh, the junior running back from Tulsa, Oklahoma, currently on the Alabama roster. Uh, and he's one of Alabama, one of Alabama fans' favorite players. He's 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 just really fun to watch. Uh, uh, right now, uh, I would say he's leaning Auburn, but I do believe that if if Trey Sanders, out of IMG Academy, does not pick Alabama, I do think Alabama would have a really good sh- good chance of of landing DJ Williams. And and to be truthful, uh, I would not mind having dj williams it would not hurt my feelings if, if alabama had williams instead of sanders not that sanders is not a great back i would be happy with either is what i'm trying to say yeah um and then uh, another question from uh, uh cfb talk daily he's at cfb talk daily uh he said do you think alabama holds on to the nation's number one class and where does Saban rank all time as a recruiter oh so that's a great question uh that's kind of been talked about a lot lately uh you know there's always a lot of rumors around signing day you know about if if teams can hold on to the number one class if somebody can catch up somebody or or whatnot but i i don't see a scenario uh, for alabama losing the number one class i think they're gonna have a good day tomorrow i don't know if it's gonna be as good as what uh you know it was kind of early you know thought of early but i do think it's gonna be a good enough day that Alabama will retain the number one class for, for 2019. 
as far as Saban being, you know, an all-time great recruiter, obviously I, I believe he, he is. Uh, and, and even that, he, he's also an, an all-time great evaluator and an all-time great developer of talent. And, you know, you look at somebody like uh, uh, Quentin Williams, so to speak. I mean, he was a four-star and he was a highly recruited kid, but – He's the most dominant defensive tackle in college football, and I want to say he kind of averaged out to be around like the number 15th ranked defensive mm-hmm. tackle coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. So he done a good job of, of getting uh, of Quentin Williams in and uh, and developing him. Obviously, uh, Scott Cochran had a lot to do with Quentin Williams putting on some weight because he was a little bit undersized coming out of high school. But uh, – but yeah, I think Saban is a is an all time great recruiter, and and recruiting is the name of the game. I mean, you you look at who's in the college football playoff each and every season, and it's uh, you know, re, you know, relatively speaking, most teams average a top ten class, you know, every year. So, recruiting is the name of the game, and Saban's one of the best recruiters of all time. I agree. Um, another question. Um... Looking at our, our program now and uh, who's seniors, who's juniors, who might leave, what's our biggest position need in the upcoming year? Uh, in my opinion, in most people's opinion, it's, it's the defensive line. Uh, you know, obviously, Bugs is a senior, so he's gone. Quentin Williams is a projected top five pick, so, I mean, I, w- I would believe that he's gone. Uh, Raquan Davis is projected as a first-round pick as a junior, so I believe he's probably gone. Uh, obviously, you got LeBron Ray coming back, who who, who really come onto the scene uh, in the second half of the season. Starting with the Tennessee game, you could really see him making strides as as he began uh, to get more playing time in that defensive line rotation. Uh, Fedarius Mathis, uh, he he's somebody to watch at uh, at Quinn and Williams' position next year. He's a little bit bigger than 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 Q is, but uh, I thought he's shown some some promise in spots. But he's obviously got a lot a lot of work to do. Uh, Christian uh, Barrymore or Barmore, uh, he he was going to have some playing time this year until a preseason injury uh, put him on the sidelines uh, for this season. He'll be a redshirt guy next year. Uh, the, the, I know the staff really likes him. He's got a lot of upside. Uh, Stephon Wynn, he's another guy that you'll see play next year. But it's just now you got to replace the guys that started on on that defensive front this year. And I believe that they've done a good job of uh, addressing the defensive line. And uh, I know uh, one one of the questions that's coming up is is kind of it's a good segue is is who my favorite player that's committed so far, and that's that's Justin Abugwe, I believe is how you say his last name, from Georgia. He's a he's an explosive guy. I think he's about six four, around two sixty five, two seventy. Uh, he he. He punishes the ball carrier uh, when he when he gets to him, and uh, he he just plays with a lot of hustle, and mm-hmm. he's re- he's a determined player. You can tell, you can just tell that he is playing hard every snap. And for somebody that's around two sixty in high school to play with that kind of explosion, and it's I, I think he's he's got a lot of promise and potential ahead of him. Yeah, and uh, next question. Um, Looking at, at our signees, uh, our commitments right now, um, who's your most underrated guy? Uh, who has that ability to come in and start right away and is kind of under the radar right now? Uh, I, I don't know that he's really under the radar, but I I think that the, the 
before mentioned uh, Justin Abugway. I think he has a chance to play early. I don't know that he'll play, you know, just a ton of snaps, but I can see him being like a LeBron Ray was this year. I know Ray is a sophomore this year, but I could see him seeing the field early and getting some snaps in. All right. Um, what's your overall thoughts on the class so far? Uh, it's, a, it's a great class. And, and uh, you know, that, like I said, they addressed the knees on the defensive line. Uh, they obviously got two, two really good quarterback commitments in Paul Tyson and, and uh, Talia Tongavailoa. Uh, you know, obviously they didn't really need a lot of wide receivers, so they just signed one. I think he's already enrolled. Uh, but overall, it's a good class, and and I think with with who I think will commit and sign tomorrow, it's it'll be one of Saban's best classes. Um, all right, and I got a I got a question myself. Um, it's actually a two part question. Um, just say you're Coach Saban. Uh, how do you sell? Your program, how do you sell Alabama to a, a recruit? Um, how do you get, get him determined to be a Crimson Tide? Uh, winning. <laughs> right, right now is, is, is winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Alabama has a, has a rich tradition in, in college football. I mean, they're, they're probably the most decorated program in college football history. Uh, you know, they have – the two most legendary coaches in college football history, arguably, and, and Bear Bryant and, and, and now Nick Saban. But right now, Alabama sells itself because it wins and it puts players in, in, in the NFL. And that's, you know, coming out of high school, that's every uh, college recruit's, you know, goal. So right now, yeah. Alabama sells itself because you win and you'll get to the next level or you have a greater likelihood of making it to the next level. And you're correct, and I like that. Um you know, that's great. Um, the second part of my question is, say you're a recruit, uh, what part of Alabama, you know, the, it, you got the tradition, the history, the NFL, uh, what makes you want to become part of the Crimson Tide family? Well, it's kind of, it's kind of this, you know, you want to go there. I mean, you, first of all, every athlete and every competitor wants to win. Correct. And nobody has won more in the last, 10 years or last decade than, than, than Alabama has. Mm-hmm. So you want to win. And like I said, they put guys at, in the next level, but then you can, you can see that personal and development is also made at the university of Alabama. Nick Saban puts a lot of time in, in the psychological part of, of, of a young person and how to bring them along to, to make them a better man. And, and you can see that with the, with the kind of people that, uh, has come through the Alabama football program. So when you see that, you see the winning, uh, you get to play on, on the biggest stage in the SEC. I mean, it's, it's the most dominant conference in, in college athletics. So you get to play on the biggest stages. Uh, everybody's watching you. And uh, you got a great uh, chance of playing at the next level. All right. And the last question, and it's a, it's a good one. Um, who signs and commits tomorrow on early signing day? Okay, so like anybody who knows that's, that's listening to this and, and follows recruiting, this could change in the next five minutes. Yeah. But I'm just going by, you know, everything that I've been reading and, and, and people that I follow that, that kind of know some things and, and kind of also my gut. Uh, I believe that Alabama is good with 
uh, Evan Neal, the, the offensive lineman from uh, offensive tackle from IMG Academy. I believe almost without a shadow of a doubt that he will commit to Alabama tomorrow. Uh, Nicobe Dean, the nation's number one inside linebacker from Mississippi. I'm, I'm about 50, 50 on him. I'm not sure. I, I'm going to say he does pick Alabama though. But like I said, I could be wrong. And Trey Sanders, I'm going to say he picks Alabama as well. That's the, that's the three big ones that everybody's kind of, you know, got their, uh, mindset or eyes set on tomorrow. Uh, but I, I'm going to say all three wind up committing to Alabama. Oh, wow. Uh, the, but if I had to pick one that's the least likely, uh, right now I would say it's Trey Sanders, the running back from IMG Academy. And I think if that happens, you could see Alabama making a late uh, push to, to land D.J. Williams. All right. Yeah, that's uh... – that's going to be a great recruiting class for sure, man. It, it really is. I, I, a lot of people are upset about the, the Trey Sanders things, and it's our, our. I mean, I understand he's he's the top-rated offensive target that Alabama has this season, but you know, Alabama's still got a lot of running backs. Even if they lose Josh Jacobs early to the draft, and uh, obviously uh, Damian Harris is a senior, so he'll he'll be gone. But still have Najee. Uh, Brian Robinson's a good back. Uh, Jerome Ford's still on the roster. He, he's he's a, he's a good back. So there's three guys right there that we know can play. And if if they don't land Sanders, is it a, is it a a big miss? Yeah, but I wouldn't say it's just detrimental to to the class and and to the program because I do think they could land somebody else like a DJ Williams or DeAndre Glass and still be okay uh, <laughs> until the next recruiting cycle. Awesome, man. That's uh, that's all the questions I got, man. That's uh, that's a okay. lot of uh, info there. Um, you know, I'm I'm anxious as you know. I'm gonna be at, be at work watching it tomorrow, and uh, maybe the boss man won't won't see me. But man, I got I got to know, you know. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I know uh, Evan Neal and Trey Sanders. They both obviously play at IMG Academy. They'll be announcing at the same time tomorrow, and I believe I can't. I'm not sure the time of Nicobe Dean's uh, announcement, but but obviously I, I would say in order I feel the best about Neil, and then I would say Dean, and then I would say Sanders, and really I'm kind of on the fence on on both Sanders and Dean, and maybe it's wishful thinking on my part as an Alabama fan, but I, I I just I think we've led too long on Trey Sanders for him to slip away, uh, and. Nicobe Dean is he's kind of held everything close to the vest and it's hard to really get a good grip on him but uh I'm gonna say that Alabama lands those three guys tomorrow and that would be a fantastic uh early signing day for the Crimson Tide without a doubt oh definitely and I want to just want to say one thing um I don't want to be judgmental I don't want to be a homer here but I mean you got. I think you said that Sanders is leaning. You know, uh, he could go to Auburn. I've, I've seen no, that as well. S- Sanders, um, it's it's between Alabama and Georgia, maybe yeah. even Florida. Um, but I I forgot who it was, but I I've seen. Uh, I think my uh, my brother in law has also said that we they could get Sanders. But why would you want to go to Auburn knowing the mess that they're in right now? If you're a recruit, 
I mean, you've got Alabama, who's Nick Saban's going to be there until he retires. I mean, we don't know when that's going to be, but I don't see that within the next three to four or five years. And, uh, and you know, Justin Field just left Georgia. There's turmoil there. I mean, Alabama, if you want to win, like you said, and want to go to the NFL, that's where every recruit should be looking at, you know, if they feel a need for Alabama. So, yeah, that's just my opinion. I I hate to sound like an arrogant Alabama fan, and I know that this is the way it's going to come off. And maybe I am being an arrogant Alabama fan. I don't know. But if I was a highly recruited kid and Alabama offered me a committable scholarship, Yep. I would take it right then and there. I agree. I mean, for for obvious reasons, you're going to win, yep. and you're going to compete against the, the best college football players in the country every day in practice. I agree. You have the best opportunity to make it to the NFL. So, to me, I mean, obviously, I know these guys have ties to different schools, and I understand that. And if you have family ties to another school, that's understandable. But if you have no family ties to a school – you never grew up rooting for anybody in particular, and Alabama offers you a scholarship and you turn it down, that's not a good decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, it's not a good decision for your future if you, if you have aspirations to make it to the NFL. I yeah. know that sounds arrogant as an, you know, to other people coming from an Alabama fan, but, I mean, you can, you can go look at the stats. It's not even close in, who's in second behind Alabama and putting guys in the NFL. So, yeah, I mean, it's just the facts of life right now. And and look at all the Bama busts in the NFL right now. Yeah, that's a <laughs> well, we could we could make an entire episode on on the the Bama bust. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You can't you can't watch Sports Center on in, on Sunday night without a highlight of an Alabama player from the NFL flashing across your screen. You can't even look at Twitter without seeing one it's, right it's, now. It's insane. Yes. It's awesome. But but anyway, that's all we have for tonight. Uh, we wanted to bring you a recruiting special, like we said, before the early signing day tomorrow. Uh, we look forward to, to the announcements tomorrow. Even if they don't go Alabama's way, we look forward to it. Obviously, they're young kids, and we wish them the best no matter where they go, except for when they play Alabama. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But anyways, y'all have a great evening, and we'll catch y'all next time. See y'all.